0: Hey, everyone. So we just uh, yesterday dropped an episode, uh, episode number three on toxic masculinity. And that's actually led to a number of conversations between Soul and I. So we wanted to add this bonus content as an addition on to episode three, toxic masculinity.
1: So if you haven't already listened to episode three, go ahead and do so. Um, This short little snippet started from me listening to a podcast. The Heart, No, um, on PRX Radio, and... Adam was out in the yard doing some yard work while I was listening, and I pulled him in for a quick conversation. He had no idea, no context. I just sat him down said, hey, I have a question for you, Um, and I was trying to let him know a little bit about the podcast as we got started, so I apologize for any shorthand. If you want any more context, I would highly recommend going to listen to this uh, four-part series, The Heart No.
0: All right, so let's get started.
1: I'm listening to this podcast called The Heart, colon, no. And it's about this woman's experience over the course of her life with saying no in intimate situations and basically getting pushed to the limits. Uh, you know, like it's a, it was like a yes, no, like I'm enjoying myself, but I don't want to go all the way she just had a conversation with her dad and he she's interviewing these men in her life where they're about their situations. She just has a conversation with her dad where he pushed a woman to her limits when he was younger. And she said, you know, and basically it ruined their friendship. And he felt felt really bad about it. She explains that she had similar situations. And his first question was, well, did you invite him over to snuggle? And she's like, he invited me and I showed up and he's like, this is what I told you to be careful about. It's just not fair. You were not fair to them. And she's like, she's, her argument is basically, how can I not, like, why don't I get to snuggle? Like, why couldn't I invite somebody over to snuggle? Like, is that not, do I not get that? Essentially there's one of two options, sex or no sex, connection or no connection. And he's like, it's, I mean, and he just takes the approach. It's primitive. And then All of and then all of these guys that she's interviewing, they're like, you know, the blue balls and all of these things. These like it's physiological, and we really like we we have like we will go to any length just to kind of finish out this thing that we have a goal about. And you know, they talk about basically being taken over by their physiology and just trying anything to get to this end point. And she's like, well, my suggestion is go to the bathroom and take care of it yourself, and then. We can keep hanging out and kissing and making out and everything. And my question for you is, just briefly, like, how are you not a rapist? You don't take this perspective, but these people, I'm listening to them, and they are convinced. And she's like, this is a construct. And and they're like, it, it is and it isn't.
0: I think that to whatever amount that that physiological thing is true... um men are men are typically conditioned that they have a right or we're not taught at all how to like um, that that it's that it's okay for us to try to push the matter until we see it all the way through. And so the folks in this podcast that are feeling, especially the men like, I have this physiological thing, you know, that therefore I have a right to push this matter of sex or no sex um, to an extreme limit. You know, that's something that I believe has been kind of conditioned. Into them
1: and she's uh, yeah and it but like even her father was like totally. sorry. totally
0: especially her father because he's a little bit older I mean this is we're we're going back to again like maybe there's a physiological thing there is a you know reptilian part of a male brain that like really does kick in which is making it say in an ideal world, may be more difficult for a man to hold back. Okay, whether or not that's true, I don't know, but, like, say that that's the truth. That is then reinforced by the patriarchal society that we live in, saying that it's all right that you have permission as a man to push the matter, and if a woman shows any sign of interest... Then that is a doorway open to saying I really want sex, and they learn that through the whole thing. Where did I pick that up? That analysis? No.
1: Where did you learn learn to be any different?
0: Logic. No. No, seriously though, like I mean, I've you know I've made mistakes like in my life, like you know I've probably come on too strong in certain situations. Is that true? I mean, you know. Has it always been consent based? Yes, but like, uh, do I know if that consent was completely desired? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I know, but I
1: really, I mean, do you have a... Do you don't you have a sense that?
0: I have a sense that yes, it was
1: mm-hmm.
0: very much so. But but you know, you never know. Um, yeah,
1: but I mean, then I could say the same on my end. But I just, I mean, with. Since I met you, like you've, you've created more permission than I've ever given myself. Like you actually are the one that initiates all, all of these alternate forms of intimacy, all of these other ways of thinking about things. You know, I mean, you know, if I ever feel guilt or stress or anything, you are the one that says snuggling is intimacy. This is intimate. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel fulfilled by that mm-hmm. when, when did you just learn that last week
0: <laughs>
1: It feels like you came into this you
0: know i say I said the term logic jokingly, uh somewhat, but it's also just true I mean I'm not like like I think that's the thing is that people just we don't this is the whole power of bringing um consciousness and prayer and through like prayer and meditation into our lives because it it allows us to take a step back and reflect on the situation that we don't go like charging head. so i say logic but you also take a step back and if you really asked yourself honestly like x question or is this the right way like what would your heart say and and You know i think one thing that i have learned how to do is listen to my heart and listen to like because i believe that man or woman or um you know trans or all across the board that all people in this world are good you know i really believe that this has always been at the core of mine so like if we can cultivate ability in ourselves to take a step back and just really, truly ask ourselves these questions, avoid of, you know, who knows what the answer would be. I can't say what the answer would be for everybody. Um, but especially as we're growing up, I think it's harder, you know, the term like you can't teach an old dog new tricks, like, you know, um, but I think people harden in their beliefs um, for better or for worse. Uh But you also, like, I don't know, I think if you truly ask yourself, the answers are there. We just don't take time to actually think about them. And we factor in all of these other kind of, like, societal, cultural aspects that we want to include. And we just forget to just listen to our hearts. It's
1: just interesting. I mean, it's interesting. To me, because I know this is a select group of people, but it just so happens to be, and and maybe there's something about, you know, her karma in this world as far as what, like, the people who are entering into her life, like, may just somehow have that same thing in common,
0: but it... No, I think most men are pretty right, much assholes. Right, it felt yeah. like,
1: I mean, it's her best friend, yeah. it's her ex-best That's friend, it's her taught. dad, it's yeah. her, this, like, these random people, I mean, it's not just
0: it's what we're taught and you know you're taught we're taught to especially as men to like that egotistical kind of nature of putting ourselves before anything else and
1: but i mean they even say one guy even says he's like you just kind of get filled and he he said he was like with this feeling. rape mentality
0: well i don't know about well, that well that's what
1: he said he's like but, this or this rape language
0: well I mean that's pretty intense, but like, I certainly I know the feeling of like being extremely turned on and just like, "Mm," you know, like wanting totally right. So and so well, everybody can identify. Most people can identify, I should say, with that feeling. Um, But like, you know, does it's just the permission to act on it. And society teaches men that they have permission to act on that. That's just, in my opinion, that, that boys are told that they have, in in so many different ways, through commercials, through television, and maybe that's changing to know how a
1: little you bit. Unlearned it.
0: Again, it's I explained heart, it. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. that's it. That's really it. It's not anything more complex than that. Mm-hmm. It's not some magical course or book. But again, that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, follow your heart. Like all these little sayings like that, they really have deeper meaning. And we pass over them so quickly. Well,
1: Then the question is, how did you learn to tune into that?
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: That's that's where you become the unicorn.
0: <laughs> no. No, I'm not, not that. But, you know, taking time, slowing down.
1: I just want there so badly to be an answer as to how you got there. I just want there to be, like, a map. Because I know the map is pit slowing down, prayer, meditation, conscious contact, connection... You know, all of those things, but I just want there so badly to be a map.
0: Mm-hmm. We make the road by walking.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> when you could, <laughs> you could just dissect that for us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Later. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And for more information, make sure to tune in to the original podcast on toxic masculinity, which should be posted right before this bonus content.
1: And the podcast that I referenced earlier um, on PRX Radiotopia. Um, All right, y'all. Again, thanks. Bye. Bye.